Job chapter 22, from verse 29 to 29, 12, 21 to 29. This is the, this is where we got the gold as dust from. This is where we got the gold. Job chapter 20. We'll come back to pray again. We will have plenty of corn and wine. In fact, this is one of the parts of I think we should pray. All partners should pray it like something. What do you guys think? Plenty of corn or plenty of grains and wine. They all mean a lot of things, but today is not that kind of revelation day. <laughs> today is another day. May the Lord, this is, may the Lord give you the dew of heaven, an ever refreshing life, an ever refreshing finances. What do you guys think? So Job chapter 22 from verse 29. Oh. This. Oh, why? Job is not coming. Okay, Job chapter 22 from verse 21. This one, I'll make sure I do it shorter. But I just want you to know the role of service in, in, in causing the blessing. There are a lot of things. It's not just giving money. Do you understand what I'm saying? I said, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. I've talked about truth. The role of truth in causing you to write prosperously. And you take it serious. And you can... If I wanted to continue there, I could have taught you a lot of things. When he talks that the book of the Lord shall not depart of your mouth, shall meditate and shall make your way prosperous. Truth. That was the book of the law. And I think I've done that juxtaposition or what do we call it. <laughs> I've done it before. In what message is that? Knowledge. Eh? How to increase in grace. Knowledge. Growing in grace. Knowledge. Listen to the messages. So. Don't listen to it as a sermon. As a life to live. We are taking over this world in the name of Jesus. Amen. When, when Caleb was 80-something years, he says, give me this mountain. Give it to me. I'll go and take it. When you are 84, you'll be taking territories. Amen. You'll be doing mighty things. Amen. A man of God was told that he's, he's too old. He should give way for the young ones. He said that it depends on their definition of, of old. At the age of 80-something, they're still young. What do you guys think? <laughs> May you prosper early. May you walk in wealth early. Okay, so seven. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. It says, thereby good shall come unto thee. Ah. Good is coming unto somebody. Amen. This your amen looks like you are not receiving anything. No? Amen. Have you forgotten what someone told? Uh, what someone told? Uh, What's his name? Early told Samuel. Say so the next time you hear the voice, say, "Speak, Lord." I said that good is coming to somebody. Amen. This is I'm sharing with you. If you take them serious. A year by this time, when we're having gold as dust, you'll be so rich. You'll be working on money when you are coming. Your, your age will be putting money on the floor and you'll be working on it and you're coming. <laughs> Mr. Fuda, will you try that? 
acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Thereby, good shall come unto thee. This acquaint now thyself. The word acquaint means to familiarize, to develop intimacy. It means to get to know someone in, an, in a more intimate manner. Write it down. To acquaint. Acquaint now thyself with him, talking with God, and be at peace. Thereby, since when that happens, good shall come unto you. Have you forgotten what David said? Says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, because the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. So when you are acquainted, good comes to you. But that's not what I'm talking about. Now the word acquaint also means to be serviceable. To serve or to be serviceable. Oh, Shadi Atali Katosh. It means to serve. There is a role of service in commanding the blessings of Abraham to come into your life. There's a role of service when it comes to blessing. People who serve in the house of God diligently. See, I've talked about truth. So you don't serve and be ignorant. Is that not true? So you have come to service. People who serve, who spend their time serving, people who do things in the house of God, people who take up responsibility in the house of God, people who take it serious and do it as they ought to in the house of God. It's service. So there's a blessing of the blessing of God also come on the one who serves. Because if you serve, it's an indication that you are familiar with God. There is no one who is familiar with God and will not serve in his vineyard. Not as a pastor. There is nobody who is familiar with God and will not serve. No. No. If you have reverence for God, if you fear him, if you are intimate with him, you will end up in service. Write it down. If you are intimate with God, you will end up in service. In the church. In service. In his, in his kingdom. In service, in the ministry, in a particular ministry that you belong to. Regardless of your level or your rank, even in your workplace, you may be the richest person in Africa. You may be the manager of your organization. You may be the CEO of your organization. You may be the, the, your, your what? Your branch manager in the bank. That is why we have people who are branch managers and they serve. I talked about my friend who is, a, who is uh, the manager at the, at, who was at the manager at the ECA. He serves, he serves in the church. The day we were talking, he was talking about some of the things. Sometimes they ask him a lot of questions about Titan and all that and he explains to them. In, I think in Presby or Methodist. He's Assemblies of God and he's part of their, one of those boards and serves. And serves there. You see, 
God prospers you when you serve. Why? Because when you serve, it shows, it shows that you have a heart for God. When you serve God, and you are serving yourself, it's, it's, a, it's a sign that you have a heart. And that heart has, has what led into service. You can't fold your arms and watch people do, other th- do things in the house of God. No. And you are, you are diligent in service. You are diligent in service. What does the scripture says? Who caught what I just said? So when it talks about acquainting yourself, it's talking about, it's also talking about be serviceable. It says when you are serviceable, good shall come unto you. If you refuse to do anything in the house of God, good can't come unto you. It says, oh, can I give you some scriptures? You didn't hear what I said? Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? Are you here? So, if you are given a responsibility in church, do it with a difference. Carry out responsibilities that are given to you in the church. Carry them out with a kind of difference, with excellence. Because God watches all. Don't just do anything. Do it and do it well. One day I was preaching in a Wednesday service like this. In a Wednesday service, today is Saturday. And I think we were about three or four people here in a Wednesday service. And I preached to the point, I preached. Oh, that day I preached. Sometimes you can preach and go when you lie and say, I've, I've preached, I've preached. Well, you guys, I preached when I went to, I felt like, no, I've preached. Hey. I preached to the point where I think Sam was in the house. Later he called, he said, ah, why? The church was so full. I said, no, we were like this. Hey, your papa was preaching as if the whole church was full. Because it's not, God is not going to reward me based on the, the people there. It's reward based on my, the responsibilities given to me. That's why it's important that you don't let somebody talk you out of your responsibility. See, salvation as you look at it, it's a whole body thing, but it's also personal. Did you hear what I said? So don't let somebody talk you out of their responsibility. Or don't let certain things talk you out of it. So if you want to have an opportunity not to do anything in the house, you can get it. But don't give yourself that opportunity. And don't let somebody give you that opportunity. The, way you, the kind of work you are doing, you can't serve again. No, no, no. Say, no, I can't serve. I can't say, I'll come on Saturday. I'll come on Friday. See, the problem is that some, most of the people who render certain services in the house of God are not serious with the things we tell them to do. But in reality, if you are putting all together, for instance, you have Sister Benedicta who cleans this place. Today she's not here. Do you understand? So at the point in time, you see that the person has been cleaning, but nothing is happening. So you think, ah, this service, nothing comes out. That's what I'm talking about, complexity when it comes to manifestation. There are a lot of factors combined. In fact, <laughs> if I had time, I'll teach you. And even when you plant a seed, the next guys, you plant a seed, there are a lot of factors that make the seed, even though the, the fruit is in the seed. There are still other conditions. So if you just plant the seed and you see the conditions are not important, the 
put it on the table and see. So there are other conditions with regards to even a seed. One day I'll talk about that. Maybe today I don't have time. My time is almost up. M11. <laughs> Amen. Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 says, we'll come back here. Or Mark chapter 10, verse 43. Which one? Which one should we pick? Say service. So you see, I've talked about this before. I'm talking again. Why? I must emphasize on it. Serving and serving diligently. We should not be calling you to serve. We should not be reminding you to serve. We should not be reminding you of your responsibility that we've entrusted to you. When we give you a responsibility, we've entrusted to you a responsibility. It's in your hands. And God is going to reward you based on what you do and the way you do it. So when you make your leader talk plenty, talk plenty, it is against, it's going to be against you. When you do it willingly and diligently, God watches that to also bless you. So it's not prosperity, it's not just I've prayed, I've prayed, and after prayer, Papa prophesied, after Papa said, Mommy to prophesy, Mommy says, You have exercise patience. As for encouragement, we will give you. Why? Because we have a response to encourage you, to comfort you. But we have to also do what? Exhort you. Train and teach you. So, money in the kingdom also answers to service. Greatness in the kingdom also answers to service. This is a principle Jesus said. Says, but so, take that from verse 22, well, verse 42 or 40, 40 or something. But Jesus called them to him and said unto them, You know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And their great ones exercise authority upon them. Uh -huh. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever or whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. Do you see it there? Give me a newer translation. Shall be your servant, he says. Whosoever, look at the prince, you see, the kingdom, I talked about the mysteries of the kingdom, right? The kingdom rule is that if you want to be great, be a servant. The world rule is that if you want to be great, show that you are great. Be a master. The world wants you to show that you are a master, to be great. In the mind of God, even though he, wants, he doesn't want you to, to look down on yourself, he also wants you to serve to be great. So this is Jesus speaking again. This is in red. This is in red. You see it in white. Eh? It's in red in the Bible. It's not in red. Yeah. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Do you see it there? That means I must learn to render service. He is not interested in lording over you. I'm the master here. I'm the pastor. You don't know me. I'm the pastor. You didn't even greet me. When you came, you just passed by. Am I not the pastor? <laughs> he says, no. Be a servant. Be lowly. When he talked about right prosperously, he said, because of, he said because of truth and meekness. That is humility. That's lowliness. Humility. Why? Blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the earth. 
Blessed are the what? The meek. For they shall inherit the earth. And what is the earth? The fatness of the earth. That's blessings. That's material blessings. Here it says that if you want to be great, be a servant. And I think that if you have employees, you must teach them this particular scripture. That if you want to be great in this business, in this hospital, you must learn to serve. That's the principle. If you learn to serve, you'll be great. So if we render service in the house of God and take up responsibility, there's the blessing that comes with that. Or the blessing of the Lord comes with that. Everybody who was fully blessed, even in the Old Testament, was a servant. Have you regarded my servant, Moses? Have you seen my servant, David? Have you seen my servant? That's what God was calling them. Servants. Servant, Abraham. Is that not true? Servants. So for you to be big, you must be a servant. And where is the best place to be a servant? In the house of God. Your faithfulness must first show in your service in the house of God. Write it down. Your faithfulness to God. It doesn't first show even in your money or something, anything. Your faithfulness in service must first be, be displayed or demonstrated or shown in the house of God. It must be obvious that you are serviceable in the house of God. It must be ob- obvious. Oh, it must be. It must be obvious in the house of God. Don't, don't just be serving in your home and say, I'm serving in my home. I'm serving my husband. You don't understand? <laughs> Is that not true? Serve in the house. So that's why we say, I'm talking about behaving in the house of God. One way to really behave well is to serve. Serving without being coerced to do it. Serving well, diligently. Is that powerful? Who called that? So to acquaint them is to serve. This is a principle you must not forget. For you to be great, you must serve. That's what Jesus speaking. For you to be great, you must serve. You don't serve when you feel like, and you don't serve when you don't feel like. And people will give responses when they feel like, then this Saturday they'll come. When they don't feel like, then Saturday they don't come. No matter your schedule, whenever it is, push that responsibility in the schedule. You don't say, today I can't come. You know why? Because I'm going here and here and here. here. Unless there is nothing you can do about it. Sometimes you find yourself where there is nothing. Maybe you've traveled or something. There is nothing. Else, make time to serve diligently. Be recognized in the house of God as somebody who serves. Be recognized. Who has a responsibility in the house of God. If you are doing nothing in the house of God, you never get blessed. Even if you were blessed, you see the blessing. All of a sudden, it's like everything is draining. Because I'll come to that. You, you wouldn't even know the essence of that. When your heart is here, your treasure is here, that your everything is here, you will do something in the church. No matter how, how, how small it looks like, 
no one in the body of Christ is so big to serve. No one in the body of Christ is so big to serve. I was talking, I'll, I'll show you certain people who are very wealthy and all that in, in Christendom. We may not even know. But some serve. The last I was, I was, I was sharing on Alakija, who was on the streets going to win souls. The point is, I said it on Sunday. Muslims, so most, so we go to Muslim country, we go Muslims. It is time for prayer. A Muslim man is still there saying, yeah, I have a lot of things to do. You don't understand. No. It's time for prayer. It's time for prayer. And they do things. I've said, there are no Muslim man who will see an imam and install the imam. But we Christians do opposite with all, we have a Proper manual like this, we do, do anything because the man will cry and And it's affecting us, it's affecting the body of Christ, it's affecting us, and it's important we wake up. What do you guys think? So it's important service in the house of God, taking up responsibility, taking up responsibility, do something, learn how to play drums and play. Dog, what do you think? Learn how to sing and sing. Your voice may not be powerful. You will still enjoy. Last week, Sunday, for instance, we enjoyed the worship. I was very shocked. With Dr. John not here to play piano. And before Pastor Fred entered, he even reached here to start uh, uh, playing piano. The worship, in fact, I would so enjoy worship. When I was going, I said, hi, worship, Ben, I had to say, I bought one at home. <laughs> so where is Sister Salome? God bless you, eh? The way she even started the worship was more something else. But it's part of it. So let's, 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 let's serve. Don't give excuses. Don't give excuses. It is God who has sworn to bless you. So don't give excuses when it comes to God. And don't, don't let anybody talk you out. And don't look at a man of God or anybody and say, oh, even this woman of God, oh, this man of God, oh, this sister, Dr. John cried, so to no, to no, we won't come. No, all those things you are doing yourself. Do you ever hear that ad- advert? <laughs> it's to, so don't let somebody talk you or cause you to, to refuse to fall. The Bible says unto him that is able to keep us from falling. So somebody wants to let you fall and not, when I say fall, I'm trying to stop what you're doing. You even come for rehearsal. You won't come for this. And you say, no, I refuse to fall. Do you know what I want to see in my life? What do you want to see in your life? Say the word of God, the word of God. Say the blessings of the Lord. Is that not powerful? Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 16. A woman of God who is the, rich, who is the richest, whatever woman in in Africa or the richest black woman or the something, something. On the streets, winning souls, serving in the house of God. Is that not strange? So they are not just pumping money in the kingdom. They are pumping themselves, their time also in the kingdom. They are pumping their, themselves into the kingdom. You'll be shocked that the richest black woman Celebrated in the world. By the time we reach heaven too, she's also celebrated there and she's left you behind. Who are one year richest black woman? Also I'll send to heaven. I told you on Sunday that I'll be holding the book. Yeah, you hear Udin and sister, so and so, brother, so and so. Yes, you kiss to think that I'm so sad. 
church member may he not be so in the name of Jesus. She do something big. I've said it before. Do something big for the Lord. Do it the best you can. You may not have all the things, but when you're doing it, do it well. Do it well. We may not have all the people here, but when we said that we are arranging this church to look like a church that is God's church, we did our best. Yes, to the point where I've heard all the people come and snap a picture and say, how did you do this? How did you do that? It's not about the beauty of this. It's because it is for the Lord. When you wake up in your room, you are cleaning the room. You ask your house help or something, clean this room. Remove this from here because it is for you. The same when you come to the house of God, you want to make the place look very... When I enter here, I watch everything. I watch sometimes the image. I say, this thing is not positioned. That one too. See, that condition quiet. So I'm not here as I had You must see because if it is your room, you will check all where you put all the things because it's your room. This is the house of God. Is that not true? And you must check. You have come to the house of God. When you were coming to Australia, you've entered. You brought all the dust. Go, 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 go. Enter. As you were walking, you looked back and saw that the whole thing was there. Look, when we closed, you wore the shoe, same shoe and went home. I saw someone. Was it Sister Steph? Where is Sister Steph? Oh, she's working on something there. Eh? Is that not strange and powerful? So let her work on it. But let me just finish quickly. So this is for the kingdom, Matthew chapter what? Do, do things for the Lord. Don't look at somebody. You are not too big. You have not reached. In fact, all of us, we've not reached anywhere. We've not reached anywhere. There are greater places for us. There are greater places. As God bless you, you enter places. Some of you, you enter places and people will just be clapping. Some of the people will be pointing. That is so-and-so's wife. That is Mrs. So-and-so. Greatness. Say greatness. So you've not reached anywhere. The greater you become, the more you serve. Don't reach a place where you become so great that you can't serve. You can't serve. Check yourself. See, this is we say is not to rebuke you this particular time. It's to correct you. To let you examine yourself. Bless. I'll give you scriptures, you see. Everybody has to serve somewhere. Joseph even served in prison. He was serving there. And came back to serve. He's just been serving. Potiphar's house to prison. Is that not true? But now we have the house of God. You do something. You see cobweb somewhere here, somewhere here. One day your attention comes on it. And then you do something. Like you painted the place. No, I've not spoken about it, Deborah. You painted the place white again. Is it, was there a painting? I said, was there a painting? So she painted, made them paint the place white again. You don't know about it. God will bless you and make them and paint your life beautifully. Amen. Is that not strange? Yeah. So Matthew 20, quickly, so that I can. For the kingdom of heaven is like, listen to this parable, so powerful parable. This is the reward of service. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is, is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. Verse 2. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, say a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Mm -hmm. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing, idle in the marketplace. They were standing how? Idle. So when you are idle, God knows. Christ knows if you are idle in the church, you are doing nothing. God knows. Guido, if you are sleeping, God knows. 
Is that not true? But if you are idle, God knows. Because he went about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. Uh -huh. And said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. Uh -huh. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. Saw so some people who were idle and said, Come, come and work in my vineyard. Come. This one started the first hour, this one the third hour, this th sixth and ninth hour. All of you come and join. Uh huh. So some people have this notion that you must be a pastor. If you're a pastor, then you are serving in the house of God. Then you have time, you're a full time pastor. All of us are full-time workers in the house of God. Shout glory to that. The pastor's responsibility is to do what? Oversee. But we are all workers together with God. Say it after me. Say, I'm a worker together with God. I'm a full-time worker. That's why you must create that time. If you think that you have time, you won't have time. Will you have time? You won't have time. But you must create the time to do something. It's very important. And do it well. And about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing idle. And said unto them, why stand ye here all the day idle? Uh -huh. They say unto him, because no man has hired us. He said unto them, go ye also into the vineyard. And whatsoever is right, that shall you receive. Uh -huh. So when evening was come, the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, he called his steward, this is the pastor, the steward at this particular time. But there is the Lord of the steward. You hear what I said? There is the Lord of the steward. There is the Lord of the steward. So he called the steward and said, call the laborers and give them their reward. Give them their hire. Beginning from the last unto the first. That is why in the church sometimes people who even come late get more, who come late like who didn't join the ministry early, sometimes become more blessed than those who you've worked with long. And sometimes people are shocked. You realize you catch that. So when evening was come, the Lord of them said, Call the labor and give them that heart, beginning from the last unto the first. Uh huh. And when they came, that were hired about the 11th hour, they received every man a penny. He paid everyone the same. Uh -huh, continue and look at what happened. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received every man a penny. So those who started were the, the first hour, those who started, joined the third hour, the ones who joined the sixth hour, the ones who joined the ninth hour, and the eleventh hour all received the penny. That's the blessing. That's the blessing. So they were complaining that, yeah, that we'll be a year, Juma did that. And he told them, said, we agreed on it. Continue. What does it say? And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house. And they called him the good man of the house. Uh huh. Saying, this last have route but just one hour. Oh, may you do a one hour job. May you do a one hour job. You know, the one hour was still, it's trying to tell us that even though the, the ones who came late, this is an hour work, it, 
was still regarded as so important like, like those who began it. So that doesn't look like, oh, because I started early and these ones came late. As long as it's a responsibility in the house of God, even those who came late and did just one hour, he will bless them based on that. And bless the others the same way, the same blessings. I don't know whether you catch the concept. So the same blessings to all who work or worked in the vineyard. And that is the reward, the reward of service. This has to do with the reward of service. The reward of service. God is a rewarder. Don't forget that God is a rewarder. He's a faithful rewarder. He's a faithful rewarder. And he gives rewards based on your responsibility in his kingdom and in his house. He talks about Abraham. Abraham built God's house. Did he say that? He talked about Moses, sorry. Moses and how he built the house of God and described Moses' work. Oh, is this not so powerful? I think Hebrews chapter 3 is so powerful. I don't go there. So there's a reward that comes to service. Hebrews chapter 6 from verse 10 to 12. Hebrews chapter 6. I'll close with this very soon. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Say, I'm serving in the house of God. I'm serving to be blessed. Say it. Say, I'm serving to walk in prosperity. Say, I'm serving to walk in prosperity. I'm serving to receive my reward. And that reward is not just in heaven. You receive a reward here. I've said it before. Eh? It's a reward you receive on earth. And there's a reward you receive in heaven. So you still go say, I've served you all these years. Where is my reward, sir? I've served you all these years. Now this man was, was told that he would die. He turned his face to the wall and started announcing to God what he has done. God, I have done this for you. I was the one who did this one too. I did, I did that one too. Why will you say I will die right now? God sent the whole prophet Elias. What was his name? Isaiah. So, uh, Isaiah. The King James calls it Isaiah. Isaiah went and said that, Master, prepare your house. Very soon, you no longer be part of us. And the man said, yes, sir. He didn't say, man of God, please, tell the God who sent you that, uh, you know, I have not finished my work. No, he made the prophet. You see, when you know what you have done in the house of God, you bring it, you can bring it up. You bring it up. He brought it up. He made the prophet go and brought it up. He turned his face to his wall. I think he was lying on the bed somewhere and turned the face to the wall and started speaking to the wall. Say, Lord, I'm speaking to you. You can hear me. You know I have done this, I have done this, I have done this. Why should I die? The prophet did not reach his destination. When the Lord spoke to him again and said that, Master, I think you must, must go back. He says, God, why should I go back? The man has pleaded. He says, no, where he is standing, he's been serving here and there. And the case he has brought before me, I can't deny him another life. <laughs> Is that not strange and powerful? Normally we read this scripture like it's just like that. But we must learn from it. We must learn. Say, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. 
God is not what? Unrighteous. This truth. God is not what? Unrighteous. To forget your work and your labor of love which you have showed toward his name. Not you have showed towards Papa P or showed towards WCN. You have shown towards his name. Because the church represents him. If you are hearing, it looks like you are, too, you are all quiet now. Are you hearing something? Yes, sir. Yeah. Service. Very important. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work. To forget your... God is not unrighteous to forget that you have worked in his house. And that you, are, you have labored in love. See? And your labor of love, which you have showed towards his name. In that you have ministered. The word minister there means to do what? To serve. In that you have served the saints. How did you serve them? By maybe uh, leading Bible studies. How did you serve them? By maybe preaching like I'm preaching. I'm serving you. Am I not serving you now? How did you serve them? By ministering in songs. You are serving. How did you serve them? By being an usher. How did you serve them? By joining in a campaign. You have ministered to the saints and you still do minister. I like that one. So it's not that you have ministered. Ministered is, uh, is what? Past tense. So it says minister to the saints and now you have uh, what? Gone on retirement. Since you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God is not unrighteous to forget. Is that not powerful? Who heard that? This is one of my scriptures that I say every time. God is not unrighteous to forget my labor of love and my work. If I'm not doing something right, just tell me. Let me correct it. I want to be big as you showed me. <laughs> I'm talking to God. You are the one who showed me. I was somewhere, somewhere, wearing my Snoop Doggy dress, and you came to call me. So please, do you understand? Show me. I don't want to be found wanting. Sometimes when you compare yourself to what people are now, they have been reading, they have reading a book on the missionaries. When you compare yourself to what people have done for the Lord, you see that people have labored. People have labored. People have labored. People have died laboring. People's wives died whilst they were preaching. People became blind and went to preach. People buried their children. And one of the guys, he buried his children, about two or three of them, he buried them somewhere. After the burial now, he was on his way to go and preach to win souls in China. They whacked him with the machete. They, they, <laughs> they whacked, whacked him, <laughs> you understand what eh? With the machete. And he managed to escape with the wife. When they reached his home soil, Canada, he was, he was a Canadian. When he entered Canada, about some few months, when he saw that he had recovered, he carried his bag again. He said, I don't belong here. He went back. There was one man who, who preached and preached and preached to the point where after, after sister something years old, he came back to his hometown. They thought he had come to stay. They were there. Nah, he just carried his bag again. He was going back to India. He reached India. He, you know, he was going back to Burma. He died. He, he, when he went, a few days, he got sick. He died and was buried in the sea. He was thrown in the sea. But he chose to die 
at the uh, missionary ground than in his, in his, in his hometown to have a befitting burial. These are men we are all going to heaven with. These are men who we are going to stand with or we are standing with and we are saying, God, you know what I have done. Me to help me. These are men. When, when you listen to how some of them, their children die, you will cry. So when I read the book, I begin to cry like a baby. Children dying of tuberculosis. Children dying. Children who could have grown well in their home countries. Their parents carry them that we are going for missionary work. They reach there now one week. Pa, this one is dead. Two months. Pa, this one is dead. And they are still working. They didn't have Bibles. Today we have Bibles. We have Bibles on our phones and our tablets. Yet, when you see a Bible, something, something on your phone, you will skip it and go and watch Ajako uh, 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 on Facebook. I don't know whether Ajako comes there nowadays. <laughs> Those days he used to come. Come and shout glory. Mark chapter 8, verse 34 to 35. So it's so important. God is a rewarder. Some of them, God blessed their descendants, their children who lived. God blessed them abundantly because of what their parents did. So service, your service doesn't only affect you, it affects your children's children. Don't forget that. It affects your children's children. If you serve in the house of God diligently, it affects your children, it affects their children. Some of them may not even be pastors. They will end up being doctors, but God will still bless them. He, he, watch, he watches the parents and grandparents. There was one who went to one of those countries and died there. The, the, grand, the child became a pastor too. The grand whatever became a senator in the U.S. God blessed him. The guy discovered something up to now. I don't even know the name of all that he discovered. I don't read about the discoveries. I only read about the work the parent did. What do you guys think? So, and they answered, John the Baptist, but some say Elias and others say what? Mark chapter what? 8 verse 34. See, and when he had called the people unto him, with his disciples also, he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, says, let him deny himself. You see, now, we don't, we don't teach about denying ourselves again. Prosperity comes when you, you learn to deny yourself. Deny yourself that you, you know that you, you, you want to do this thing. You say, no, I'm leaving this thing. I'm going to church. I'm coming to cook watcher this evening, but it's Wednesday, midweek service. Let me push the watcher to Saturday and come. Did you hear what I said? It's a denial of yourself. <laughs> you sacrifice things. You sacrifice things. And when he had called the people unto him, he said, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Today we are not preaching about taking up your cross and follow. We are not talking about denying. Everybody is chasing something. But if we will chase Jesus Christ, he will cause the things to chase us. You did you hear what I said? God is faithful. Don't, don't, don't take this as a preaching. This is like instruction. I'm giving you instructions. It's not preaching. See, there is no one, the Bible says, says there is no one who has left houses, who has left jobs, who has left things. That means that who has left time, who has left his work. Say, ah, Chale, we are closing. I said, no, we have midweek service. Oh, we have this. We have this. You have gone for, uh, what do you call, wedding. In fact, the wedding you were there, uh, what bridesmaid or what do they call those things, people? Whatever made. Those things, I never get it right. Amen. You are part of them. And you went to dance, dance, dance. You were moving with the boy. You dance, dance, like brother Sam. Dance, 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 dance. The wedding is over. It's reception. But it's rehearsal time. 
you go to the person and say, Charlie, now we, we are almost done. Tomorrow I'll come there. But you just bag my food for me. Or let them bag for me. I have to go for Reza. So oh, why? Why? Oh, I have to go. So we finished the wedding. I'll come for tomorrow. I'll be in the house the whole day. Did you hear what I said? It looks very oh no, I have to sit down. You'll be sitting down there while the couple will be dancing. Reza man uh, 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 leader is here. Where are you? Say I'm on the way coming. Then you are you are you are you are in the red, uh, what wedding grounds, you are pong wedding or the You still have to finish the food, watch them eat the food. And all that before you show up. By the time you just say, I had a wedding, you see, it's, it's not my fault. No. No. Am I saying, saying something? Yes, sir. Diligence in service. Diligence in service. Diligence making God your priority. I'll come to that another loss if I have time. I don't have time to. You just, you just eat some water and go home. What do you guys think? Is that not powerful? So Mark is this, and when it says deny yourself, deny deny yourself means that you see, you look at what you can do, something that you 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 something that costs you. you. You must do something that can that must cost you. We are not in the, the time like that, but we must do it. Sometimes it costs you. It's like when I was talking to Sandy on uh, concerning Pastor Obed. It cost him. If you are in so many, will you come all the way every Wednesday? Ah, but it's to come all the way from Somenia every Wednesday to come and preach after all this snake, what? Chasing snake. What do you guys call it? You chase snake. Uh, uh, prosecutor. They are all prosecuted. They will chase you and take you to court to pay snake. He chases them shop to shop and he's tired. Then he comes here. Comes on Wednesday. Leaves. Last week, Wednesday, when he sent me, Papa, I'm home. It was 12 midnight. It was 12 00. And he said, Papa, I just read so many. And join the prayers at 12 to pray to one. That's, that's diligence. It doesn't mean that he's a fool. When God begins to bless him, you envy him. I've told him, I said, God will bless you. And the way he will bless I'm the only one who knows how he will bless him. I won't tell him now. I've told him, I told you, eh? I know how God will bless him. No, God. So, diligence, diligence. There are people in church who are, why is, why is, uh, come, 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 come. You must serve like Bragodwin. What do you guys think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Diligence in service. Where is Sister, Sister Steph? I saw Sister Steph in the, in the washroom. I was shocked. I said, Sister Steph, kneel down here. I'm not praying for you. I'm appointing you the first church elder in this ministry. Appoint, I'm, when I appoint you, he's blessed. And why is Sister Steph? Come, let me appoint her too. Doesn't it look like I'm playing? When we appoint you to, to leadership, or we say you are the first this. It's a great... <laughs> We've not seen my heart. One day God should open your heart to see. It's a, the greatest privilege. It's the greatest... Once you give you something to do in the house of God, or we appoint you a leader in the house of God, or we make you a pastor, a deacon, whatever it is. When you go home, go and look for, you say when you go home, go and look for some coke. Open it. Drink. You say, Father, I thank you for this privilege. The laborers are few. Thank God for calling me. It's as if you to come, I'm appointing the first the first deaconess in this ministry. You know that I also pray for you. What do you guys think? 
You know, I do things by vision. So sometimes you say, oh, why is Papa doing that? I'm doing it by vision. I saw all these things I'm doing. Just like I said, I saw myself praying for the... For, I don't even know why I should pray for him, but we've never spoken before, we've never met before. But I just felt like from about three days when I'm praying, it's like pray for Amos's husband. Pray for Amos's husband. I just don't know why. But I'll pray for him too. So, they are, stretch forth your hands on them. So, Pastor Bed, add it to our book. Pastor Bed is writing our book, oh, WCN book, the whole, the whole what, journey. When you guys a little bit, come and ask all of us questions as to what you remember. They will ask you, what do you remember? You bring it, you add it to the book. Stretch forth your hands on them. Stretch forth your hands on them. Some of you are pastors here. You are pastors in the church. Don't let anybody tell you of me, I'm going to pastor my own church. And then God has called me. He says, I should pastor my own church. And God will bless them for the work they are doing. Mightily. Mightily. As the ministry grows. As the ministry grows. As the ministry grows, God will bless them. speak into their lives. And God should give them grace. Pastor Ben will take them to Bible trainings on that. And God should give them grace. Mashata Baha. Mashata Palakata. Mashata Kapalakata. Marete Kopolo Bokushata. Masoto Kopolo Kosataha. Mango Shete Koro Kosataha. Lede Kosata Baha. You deny yourselves. They deny themselves. Every time you see them here, every meeting you see them here, to the point where you see Sister Steph going to wash the, 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 the toilets and all that. The first day I saw that I was sure, I said, ah, is this Sister Steph? Oh, it's just a camouflage. And they told me she's been doing it. Packing all the rubbish here. And going to trash them. The faithful man will abound with blessings. May the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. May this elevate two of you in every area of your lives. May it elevate you. May the Spirit of God elevate you and carry you to places that you never thought you would. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I release grace on your life for this ministry. I release grace on your life for this ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. No weapon fashioned against you will prosper. And every word concerning you will come to fruition in the name of Jesus. Amen. So from today, he is not Brother Godwin again. He is Elder Godwin. And from today, sister, sister Steph is not Sister Steph again. She is Deacon, Deaconess. She is Deaconess Steph. And this is one of the greatest. Don't ever be ashamed or shy or feel when we give you. We say we have made you a leader. Now from the other, just you, do you know what you should do? You go home doing like this. It's the greatest privilege ever. Everything that you ever do, every position you ever wield in this life, you will leave it behind. That's why we are former George Washington, former what Barack Obama. So now can you do you hear a name like that again? It's gone out, it's fading to gradually to go. Former, former. But what you do for the, the, the in the house of God, you, you never retires gets into heaven. Do you hear what I said? So don't be, somebody say, we give you a, a responsibility, a position, you say, oh, 
me, I wouldn't have done it, but you know, it's Papa who told me, like Sister Self just came, Papa called me. That is why I came. Else I would have stopped. I'm not, I don't think I can do this work. You can do it in the name of Jesus. Shout <laughs> glory. So thank you very much. You can go. Thank you, Sister. Glory. The work they are doing, eh? we, we, we may not give you money, but this is more than money. Like I was saying, there were people, who, missionary workers, who died. Nobody heard their names. By the time we meet them in heaven, that's for the seven years. Some of us, we may, we, we may run to go and hide. That's why I've become very wild now. I don't want to hide by the pillar there, behind TL or say TL. This one, I can't watch some. No, 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 no. I must be there. What do you guys think? When they mention my name and I'm coming there, I'm coming with force. I'll be walking like this and coming. And I'll have my spiritual fathers with me. What do you guys think? In heaven, if I meet TV, you shall know what I'll tell him. Glory. So deny yourself. These people have denied themselves. Every time you see them here, every time that is necessary, you see Brad Godwin in the home, Brad Godwin. Where? Brad Godwin. When even we were not around for some time, and he knew that we, he even knew where we'd gone to. He was still in church. There are people who just know Papa is not even there. Maybe he has gone to Anakazo for some two weeks. We are not coming again. We know that he's not here. They're all here, seven. And God will bless you. God will bless you with the blessings of Abraham and prosper you. So if you just watch it and see. You become big. That's how ministry is. When a ministry has not become very big, when we do things that like you understand. One day, when you see Brad Godwin as one of the richest people in the system, you say, hey, Brad Godwin, yeah, boss, or yeah, who know? <laughs> like Evans. Now he's Elder Godwin. Say it after me. Say what? I've told you, don't see Pastor Fair and say, particles, particles, particles. If Pastor Fair, if Pastor Fair to say, particles, 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 he will show a seat for that. It's not a position, but you must grab it. You must make it your own. I'm a pastor. And be proud, I'm a, I'm a pastor. There are people who are proud of being, what message did I even say, look, look for? I told you to look for a message. Was it, was it, was it a post message? Or when we was talking about some people who, when we call them president, they feel president, they, in fact, their president is, is the poor pastor Chris. Their president is first before the pastor. President, pastor. It must be pastor, president. The spiritual is first. Doctor, pastor. is pastor, doctor. Be proud that God has even called you into an office. Even if you are not called now, you are a leader. You are, be proud. You see what I just did? That is how it is done in the scriptures. Nobody poured oil on anyone. It says, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. And when they had met and prayed and separated them, they said, go. He cho- chose elders. They were praying and fasting. Then the spirit said, Elders. Then he chose some elders. One, two, three, four. Elder, you to go. That was there was no, and that's what they did. Even with the missionaries, by the time you finish missionary school and all that, they just called you. They show your interest. Say, me, I want to go to Burma. I want to go to India. They just sponsor you. Go, go and stay there. Whenever you want to come back, you can go. Nobody took time to do ceremonial things and invited your parents and all that. After we've done all of that, oh, yeah, she, she. it's good. It's not bad. I'm not against it. But I feel like once you can do, you can ability is there, you do. Is that not true? 
according to the scripture. That's why people today, people, I know people who did ordination, if not for government and law's sake, we won't do all of that. Do ordinations and all that and all that. After the ordinations, they went to show their, uh, I know somebody, he says, he's a, uh, what, tailor. He went to continue his tailoring work. After today, he's not started ministry. That he was ordained. He went and be ordained and showed us pictures. Say, wow, wow, wow. Is that not powerful? Is that powerful? So deny yourself. Deny yourself. That is sacrifice. You see, something that costs you your time. You were going for a meeting at 7 o'clock. But there's a, a service today. Today is Saturday. You were supposed to do a meeting at. Uh, what do you call it? Four o'clock. But Papa says we are here till when? Says. So you call the person and say, please, can we schedule this meeting for eight o'clock? I know it has to do with money, but please, this one, I have to do one or two. Know that. Whether it's possible. You don't just brush it or say the meeting Papa is doing is brush. Is a meeting. Is there a Saturday we do meeting? He himself, he needs training. You have to take him to all these uh, small, small men of God who have come. If the small men of God don't come, the, the big men of God will fade away. What do you guys think? Uh, we're fading away. All the archbishops and all that, they're all going old. All the messages they're preaching are all out of old age. They preach and now they're... <laughs> oh, you see, they preach and now they're tired. They're out of, out of old age. The young ones are coming with what? The energy. After we've done ministry for... We're talking about Benin yesterday. After you've done ministry for about 30 years and 35 years, the remaining is like you're doing something, but it's like you're... you're, you're you are relaxing. You've seen it all. Is that not true? You see Agbisho, even Ghana, Agbisho says, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Is that not true? So the young ones must come and take over the baton. Else, it will be like Elisha who died with all the things in his bones. You see, because Gehazi was not found faithful. Amen. So deny yourself, taking up your cross, you will see a lot of things. You will see a lot of things. You deny yourselves. It will cost you. Like Bawalash. Don't you come every Wednesday. Very soon Bawalash will become a, a, a something I won't talk about. I won't show anybody. I won't tell anybody about it. It will look like it's premeditated, but I'm the only one who knows. Okay. I've given one instruction on Sunday. Did I give you an instruction? So Job... Job 36, verse 11. You, 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 you serve. You tell God, say, God, move me from the realm of buying uh, roadside things to buying things in the malls. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. As I'm serving you, don't let me, as I'm passing circular, I see a shoe by the roadside, I say, okay, I say, eight cities, then I buy it and wear Say, Lord, move me out of that place. I'm ex too expensive to be here. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I don't want to push you into certain things. <laughs> Amen. But you have to move and enter the walls. What do you guys think? <laughs> so I'm bought with the prayers. I'm bought with the prayers. Everything I wear is sanctified. Is that not true? Look at this. It's if they obey and serve him, can we all read this together? One to go. If they obey and serve him, 
They shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. If they do what? If they obey and serve him. The scripture says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So if they shall obey, if we shall obey and serve. I've said serve is not just I serve God. I serve God. I love you, God. No. That I love you must be proven by what you do in the house of God. So if they shall obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That means that you don't spend your years on the, you don't spend your years bedridden. You spend your years. Long life is not enough. Good days is important. You can have long life without good days. When you go to my village, there are people who are so old, some are 100 and something years, hiding somewhere in some hut, not even knowing where their children have passed. They are old, but not with good days. May the Lord make you old with good days. And may you spend your days in prosperity and in pleasures, in pleasures, in pleasures. When I heard the testimony of Dr. John's dad, who, who is now moving from place to place, is that not true? After retirement in the church, all the people that has been a blessing to, they invited him, they've invited now, They've invited this one says come to Canada, and that, that's all the ticket. This one says Italy. This one says so now the dad is just moving from country to country, visiting all the people he's been a blessing to, and all that. But he didn't even experience this when he was a pastor. Right after retirement, they so up to now the father has built a very big mansion. He doesn't stay there. He's all over the world, not to go and do missionary work. He's just going to visit her. I'm to say and pray for people and all that. At this age. So he says, Charlie, ministry, it pays you. I say, yeah. You may not see it at this time. But when it begins to pay, it will pay uh, your children, your children, their shoes. They, they. <laughs> so service is very important. And I use that as an example. Service is very important. Very, very important. When we are mounting a plague, your name must be there. When we are talking about something, your name must be there. When we are trying to remember someone, they say, no, see, this sister was so committed, we didn't know what to do with him. Now God has opened his door. He's married to so-and-so, and they've relocated to this, this. What do you guys think? It's not all of you that will relocate. And Dr. Sandra says that we should stop that prayers. Because look, everybody is relocating, relocating, everybody. The way people are relocating, the church is becoming more empty. Everybody is going. The Papa, thank you very much. Oh, God bless you. The most painful is that after they go to, they won't connect. No, what do you think? When you go, you connect. You are a world changer. Once a world changer, always a world changer. But some become once a world changer, now my local church. Is that not true? Now that I'm not in Ghana, too, they are still worrying me that I should join church service. God has opened my way for me. A day God who opened it. This is when God does things, they say they are the ones. I've seen a lot of things. So I've read a lot of hearts. Job 36, 11. So which one again? Who has been blessed right now? It looks very simple, but it's powerful. Psalm 35, verse 27. When you are serviceable, the Spirit commands prosperity, open doors, gates to you effortlessly. Effortlessly. Psalm what? 
Verse 27. That is seven. There are people who serve. One of the guys, Pastor Fred, do you have that thing? I don't have time. We have read all of that. We read their profiles. And I wanted to read some profiles from Christian with God has blessed. You just let me read this so that to encourage some of you. One of them is, did you get Count, count Zizendorf to take your time? The guy was so rich. The guy was so rich. At the age of 27, he was so rich. His family had left him inheritance and all that. He gave all the Islam, all that to church, to missionary work. Brought the Moravians. Moravians were refugees who had come. There was this man called John Hus, who was translating the Bible and was regarded by the Catholics as a, a, a heretic. And so they killed him. They burned him. So the people who were following him all had to flee for their lives. And they ran to where Count Zizendorf was. And he took them in. And built through them, they built it. They were the ones who started the first missionary work with his money. All the money he got out of work as a lawyer, as all those, he pushed all into missionary work. Until all the other people, like Presbyterian, whatever, now got to know that no, they have, must also send missionaries. He was the one who started and saved. They were the ones who prayed for for 100 years. He prayed ah, on the road for 100 years, a century. And then John Wesley, Charles Wesley, Charles Finney, all those people we mentioned, mentioned that they did something. This was this man's prayer. Very wealthy man. Young boy at the age of 27. Have you heard of Count Zizendorf, the Moravian? Their story is truly one of the greatest in church history. God used this humble, simple believers to launch the first Protestant 24-7 prayer movement. And one of the first Protestant missionary movements taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. Today God is using their story as an inspiration for 24-7 united prayer. Moravian handed Very powerful man. Where's the man? Show him. Show him. Let me see. Is that not powerful? When Zendorf was 27 years old, he took into his home a single Moravian refugee. Before long, Zendorf had 300 Moravian refugees living on his estate, and he became their spiritual leader. They lived in a village called Hennat, Germany. And at Zendorf's leadership, they prayed together, studied God's word together, and they became very big, the Moravian missionaries. You can read about them. That is this man who did that, who started it. Where is his, where is his face? So that when we, get, when we see him in heaven, we can recognize him. As after some years to come, so that we don't forget his faith. What do you guys think? Yes, yeah. Then other people, Pat Robertson, check out Pat Robertson. People who, Pat Robertson is like a minister, a businessman, and all that. Very rich man. Uh, what is this? Is this CBS? CBS News. CBS TV and all that. He's in charge of that. Sometimes I'll, I'll give you the name so that you just write and check. Oh, it's okay, remove. We don't have time. Why are you people? What do you guys think? So if they will obey and serve me, they shall spend their days in prosperity. See, I'm spending my days in prosperity. And my years in pleasure. You see your children, you are happy. You see your, uh, what? Whatever, you are happy. You are spending your days in pleasure. You are not older, you are now uh, uh, taking care of, uh, what? <laughs> 35%. Let them shout for joy and be glad. I want to hear a shout there. So let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Or another thing is who are concerned about my righteous cause. Or who are concerned about my program. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. Those who are joyous when it comes to God's work, they are joyous. 
In fact, you say, Papa, today, are we not having service? So that we can go and come and do a setup. <laughs> They're always happy. So let them shout for joy and be glad. Those who are concerned, who favor my righteous cause. David said, is there, is there not a cause? What was that cause? A man was standing there insulting the armies of Israel. And the 17-year-old couldn't stand it. How can we is this uncircumcised Philistine? All the soldiers were just quiet. Hey, actually, keep, sh- sh- sh. David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That is defiling the armies of the living God. He said, no, I have to kill this man. Why? As revenge for insulting my God. As a level of heart, passion. That's what God said. said this man is a man after my own heart. When it comes to me, he will fight for me. Will you fight for the Lord in your workplace or you keep quiet and say, I saw from my body, I saw from Kitten Kitty, I'm more hard, I'm just scared to. No, I saw Ben Alcor. Can't fight. I fought, I fought for TB Joe to the point where I had to town stop. Fight for your men of God. You are not talking about them, you are not talking against them, you are standing with them. You are fighting. They are mentioning your man of God's name wrong. You say that is wrong. You don't mention man of God. Do you know who he is? You say who he is? Who is he? He's not just a pastor. They say who told you a pastor is just a pastor. He's a man of God. God has 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 called him and has sent him. Do you know what it means for God to call somebody and send him? It is the greatest work you can do. That's how to talk. You some of you see your bosses are the greatest men ever. Meanwhile, if I even cough, maybe they will collapse and die. But we don't care. Thou shalt not kill. Do we kill? You see them, you see your bosses come, say, eee, that I said it. When you see your boss come, you got Sister Jim, Sister Jim, Sister Jim. Boss, good morning, sir. You take you take your boss back. Sister Jim, is that true? When you are going, you are following your boss, following your boss, following your boss. Then your boss will sit down, then you put the bag down. You're welcome, sir. A Christian like that, when they see a man of God coming, whether the man of God is wearing a slippers or whatever it is, or a bag or whatever, is a man of God. When you see the man of God coming with a bag to church, they will just be standing up there, doing like this, doing like this, doing like this. Is that not true? Pastor Bert, is that not true? All the ushers, do they take your Bible when you are coming? Because you are Pastor Bert. If you are managing the letter of uh, what? Shell filling station, and you were coming, and you were not even a pastor. They will run and meet you in your B. What, what is the car that is on top now? And come and hold your bag and see. Then, when they finish, they will see. Ghana Christians. Say, Ghana Christians. Say, I'm a Christian with a difference. I have reverence for men of God. Yeah. Are we done? So give us David Green. Let's read that. It's just a short, short. They short, eh? Right. I'll give you the names. You can just check them. They are powerful people. One cry is H&M, eh? Which one is the H&M? As for Funka following, sure you can check her. There are a lot of ones, but I don't, I don't have time. I just so powerful. Men who have been blessed. David Green says God is the true owner of his three billion arts. Three billion dollars. How many dollars? If you get even five hundred thousand out of this one, we won't see you in church. David Green insists God God is the true owner of his three billion arts, dollar and crafts chain, 
acting as his disciple, Green had, has become the largest evangelical benefactor in the world with plans for unprecedented gifts once he's in heaven. Continue, let me see whether it's still there. It's short, eh? These are all businessmen, and this is for the ones who are doing preaching. Perfect peace. Christ could say this for the is the richest what? Is the richest what? Black woman, eh? Black woman in the world. Not Africa, the world. I don't know whether he's, she, they've moved there, but she's still there. Even if they move her, she'll be second or third. Once they move you from top, you better be. This is Pat Robertson. Robertson, so anybody who watches Daystar or TV, you see Pat Robertson. He's a businessman and a pastor. He has a lot of money, too. When he wanted to even become a president of who? U.S., but they didn't vote for him. Uh, Pat Robertson. He prays for the sick, you know, Pat Robertson. And he prays for the sick and they get healed and all that. Very serious. They, I don't have to that. Forget their profiles. They formed millions into the gospel. And they still do. Why am I showing you this? So that when you also get to that level, don't reach the level where we don't see you in church. You read the level that this church is too small for you now. Oh, this church is small. I want to belong to a big church. Let me go to Lighthouse. That's where they are big. I mean, let me go to Christ and where they are big. They are rich men in the. No. God has brought you here for such a time as this. Say glory. glory. And God will make you great. But I want you to learn these keys. Service in the house of God. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. And pray in the Holy Ghost. David Green. And who else is there? H&M. H&M. Let me see the H&M. This is John D. Rockefeller. Now the foundation has been changed to something else. Zano 2. They are using it for things that are not even godly. To sponsor things. But when he was alive... His whole life, he was, a, he was a Bible teacher. Rockefeller was a Bible teacher. One of the richest men who have ever lived. He paid his tithes in, in, in what? 90%. You can read about him. The first billionaire in America. Don't deal Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Very, very serious man. Continue. These are all Christians. When we say Christians, we don't have billionaires. We don't have millionaires. It's only Muslims. They are all lying. All the Muslims know we are richer than them. He says that when you're a Muslim is rich, you see him in his uh, what? Kaftan. What do they call that thing? Uh-huh. You see them wearing it. When a Christian is rich, it's where he's teaching. You don't know whether he goes to church, he doesn't go to church, and all that. Unless you go and meet him in the church. <laughs> Else you never know. And what? Uh, yes, Stephen Person, Chairman, H&M. Let me read some more. Is there any reading there, or you people will delay me? I don't have time now. Come on, shout glory. I have a lot of things to teach, but I'll close at six. I heard that there's some watching outside. <laughs> Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Is there something coming? Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Mandala Kadosh. You can just write and check on them. And be diligent. Serve. Some of them were Sunday school teachers. These people we are mentioned. Some of them were cleaning tables. Clean chairs in the house. Now we don't even clean chairs here. Here is not a, a, an orthodox church. Is that not true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jinsuk. These people, they have read about them about 100 times. These are also very wealthy people. They are Christians. Forever 21. Just 800 stories in 57 counties. Forever products. A couple fell off Forbes billionaires in July 2019. These are also names. So you can write it down and check. Shout glory. 
And these are Christians who go to church and pay their tithes. And some of them even preach. Amen. So let's learn from some of these people who are also, so that we don't become proud and uh, conceited and all of that. Because God is not God is looking for people to prosper. But it's the people, the people as, as to whether they are ready for the money. When it comes, one million dollar. Hey. By the time we check, you have changed all your cars, your shoes, your closet. We can't see you in church. You are at the club with your friends. You just remember that you used to have some friends. Because you were broke, you came to church. Now God has prospered you, you run back to them. It happens in churches. And you see men of God talking. Amen. So I'm a Christian with a difference. Now lift up your right hand and pray in the Holy Spirit. Mashate edika sataba. Mangoro shite kopoko shata kapara. Mangi sete kepolo bongo shata So I just talked about service. Service. Kala bashata ba. Serving to prosper. Serving to prosper. Serving to prosper. Serving to prosper. Shout glory. Just stand up for some five minutes and pray in the Holy Ghost.